Umket Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the early spring of 1942, President Franklin D. Roosevelt ordered the formation of a clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Anticipation at AeroQuest. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, a celebration had just been interrupted by one Archibald Withersby, the new army liaison to Brassy Battalion. The festivities ceased for the evening, and Dixie and crew returned to their bunks at AeroQuest Dynamics to sleep off their inebriation. As the sun crept over the horizon the next morning, everyone gathered in the main hangar for the most important briefing in the history of Brassy Battalion. Listen. Where's the coffee? Uh, here, Dix. I just brewed a fresh pot. Take my cup. I'll get another. You sure? Miss Dixie, I have had the unfortunate pleasure of spending early mornings in your company without coffee. It is not an experience I would care to repeat. Please take my cup, yeah? Thanks, Freudenberg. Ugh. Is it morning already? My head feels like it's going to cave in. <laughs> you don't hold your liquor so good. Hey, Galen. I hold it just fine. Thank you. Excuse me. You know what, Wittesby? Do tell me, Joseph. I don't think I like you. That didn't take long. Anyone who makes us get up this early ain't right in the head, I tell you what. What's the matter, son? There's no spring in your step. No vim in your vitality. No vim in my what? Is that some kind of fancy southern drink or something? When you work on a plantation most of your life, you're used to rising with the sun. Far too hot to pick the peaches later in the day. I prefer to pick my peaches at night. From nightclubs. Or down on the docks. Ooh, there's some nice peaches down there. Want some coffee, Lily? No, thanks, Freudenberg. I can get by on remarkably little sleep. You'd be surprised. I... I would? I can go all night, honey. Oh, Miss Lily. Is everyone here? I... I think I can sit here. For a few moments. If I don't move, or breathe... Or blink, I should be fine. Where's Frank? Yeah, that's a good question. Frank? Make off! Yeah? Uh, what? Huh? Morning, Frank. He sleeps in his office? Oh, yeah. He likes to sit close to the safe. Nice jammies. Uh, huh? What? What are those all over your 90s? Little biplanes? Very charming. Yeah, yeah. Stuff it. Freudenberg, front and center. Yeah, boss. Coffee, now. Yeah, boss. If I may now commence with my presentation for your edification of the situation. I wish you would. I want to get back to bed already. The infiltration of Army ranks of Reginald Billingsley was a most grievous oversight on the part of Army intelligence. Rest assured, a mistake like that will not happen again. It's easy for you to say. Maybe you work for Scar, too. You shall have to be patient, Benedict. And over time, I trust you will come to accept me as authentic. We will see. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, 
I crash you. Yes, well, no need for fulmination, I assure you. On with the briefing. Germany again. Indeed, Mr. Pearson. You can see here, near Stuttgart, where we have placed the location of the SCAR base that Mr. Galen was imprisoned at, thanks to the detailed information that you and Miss Stenberg provided. Land sakes, are you planning what I think you're planning? You can't expect me to go back there after what they did to me. I should like chance to hit them at home myself. Germany is too close to Russia for my liking. Oh, this is exciting. It's pushing all the right buttons. What? What is? What's the mission? What's going on? We didn't fare too well last time we flew over Stuttgart. Maybe you read the file. I assure you that I am intimately, substantially, devotedly familiar with your last mission. It was a setup! Tommy nearly died and got tortured. And we're lucky they didn't fill every last one of us with hot lead. You can see here where I have circumscribed the base and areas by how fast the Luftwaffe can respond to an incursion into their domain. What's he talking about? Yes, I think I see. If you geo-slip into the closest possible area, uh, they will have no time to scramble. We hit them hard and fast, just the way I like it. I don't know, it seems risky. Last time... Last time they knew we were coming. Yes, precisely. And this time, they shall not. Yeah, so you say with what you're saying, but I don't know if we can believe you in the stuff that you're saying. Will someone tell me what's going on? You know the flight manifest Benedict found said Billingsley is headed there. It might be the only chance to catch him. Not only that, but this could be our one chance to shut down Scar for good. And we've got ground support. We do? The robot. The robot is fully operational and ready to help. I think it will do whatever we ask. It seems to find fighting the Nazis... fun. Anyway, yes, that's the gist of it. Last time you were headed for the Panzer factory, so you geo-slipped in here, many miles removed from the SCAR base. And they already had planes in the air. With a surprise strike that includes you precisely, categorically, stringently controlling your geoslip, you can arrive here, directly over the garrison. The immediate, ultimate, propitiate deployment of bombs, augmented with the stalwart, stout, steady robot, should be enough to sufficiently cripple their aerial launch capabilities enough for you to thoroughly incapacitate and infiltrate the base. What the heck did he just say? Anyone here speak stuffy suit? I don't know. The risk seems awfully risky. It's your call, Dix. Damn it! It's our only chance to get Bill, and to try to shut Scar down for good. Does that mean what I think it means? Finally, Scar shall feel the true might of the Allied powers. Goodness gracious, this will be one to write home about. If we're going, we stay together. I'm not getting left behind again. Left behind where? What's going on? Wake up, Joey! We're gonna show Scar who they're messing with. And now, a word from our sponsor, the unstinting Umket Industries. Friends, I wanted to talk to you today about a Say new- that, fella! Oh look, folks, it's Nebular, a highly intelligent and very smart robot. I didn't see you there, Nebular. How nice of you to join us. Yes, I have decided to once again lower my standards by consulting with humans. But that is not the point. Then what is the point? You sound touched, you stinking flesh sack! Well, I do feel just a tad thirsty now that you mention it. You do know that thirsty people everywhere prefer ice cold um, cola, don't you? 
You'd think I would have, but no. And because it's light, it refreshes without feeling. Nebulon, be sociable. I am, you filthy human. Amcola is a favorite of thirsty people from Maine to California, from Washington to Florida. Nebulon. It's perfect for parties or picnics, wrestling, and weddings. So serve Amcola to your guests. Well, well, that's helpful, but... This is the sociable part. Keep plenty of Amcola ice cold and ready. Remember, it's fizzy and goes fast, because everybody likes Angola. Well, that does sound inviting. May I? I wish you would. Be sociable and smart. Keep up to date with Angola. Drink light, refreshing Angola. Stay young and thin and debonaire. Be sociable, have an Angola. That was... Horrendous! But I approve of the message. But what singing doesn't say is pick up an extra carton of Amcola today. Better yet, get a case. You do that. And now, back to our program where thousands of miles away, nefarious work continues at SCAR headquarters. Oh, I really don't like this. The meek, the timid, the unsure Vrenny is gone. And so is my title. What happened to Master? Mm. Master Volker. Remember that? Ah, the good old days. Yeah, whatever. Have you learned anything else about the beast? Reptilian in nature. The scales told us that much already. Yes, well, you know, science takes time. Is the beast locked up again? Yes. It's in a reinforced cell, and as long as no one spills any more acid, we'll be fine! I think you mean as long as someone cleans up, whatever acid I spill, we'll be fine. Point being, barring any unforeseen circumstances... Get that, would you? I'm not feeling terribly sociable right now. I haven't had my um-cola today. <sighs> Hello? Geist! Geist? Ah! Yes, sir. Mr. Geist, sir. I'm not here. No. Tell him I went out for soup. Yes, sir. I understand, sir. Thank you. Phew. So he bought the soup line? He's coming. What? Where? Here? Yes. He wants to see your progress himself. We're doomed. Meanwhile, back at AeroQuest Dynamics, Freudenberg busily tinkers away in his workshop as the sultry Lily LaRue stops in for a surprise visit. Friedman, where are you? Over here, Miss Lily. Goodness, you're nearly buried inside that robot. Yeah, just uh, making a few last-minute improvements. I thought you said it was all ready to go. Oh, it is. But, well, call me old-fashioned, but you don't go to someone's house and not bring a gift. So the robot, yeah? She will have a nice gift for the Nazis. I will show them the danger of selling the name of good Germans everywhere. Oh, you're so passionate about your work. Don't you? What is the lovely Miss Lily passionate about? Men. With strong features, a strong jaw, and even stronger character. Like you. Oh, Miss Lily, you... 
You flatter me, but uh, surely there's more to you than chasing after men. What is it you did back in Canada? Oh, well, honey, I'm not sure I should say. Why is that? You might think differently about me if you knew. Oh, Miss Lily, there's no way that I could. Are you sure? Yeah. Even if I told you my job involved a stage? What's wrong with stages? They are nice. And dancing? Dancing is also nice. And on a stage it is beautiful. And singing? Your voice is like an angel's. That is not to like. With lots of men watching? Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I can see that. You are most certainly a vision of beauty, Miss Lily. And if they were to cheer? They, they would have to cheer, I suppose, if, if you were any good. Oh, I was, honey. I have little doubt. And I liked the attention, you know. Yeah, that stands to reason. All those men, their eyes glued to me like sparkling stars in a sea of black suits. It's enough to give a girl shivers. Well, I had no idea. I imagine perhaps that you are not so used to just an lowly German mechanic doting over you and... No, I'm not. Oh, I, I see. But I like it. You do? Friedman, honey. You make a girl want to be a one-man woman. You catch my drift? Oh, Miss Lily. Mm, 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 but... But, Miss Lily... Yes? What brings you here? If you loved your dancing and singing so much, why did you leave it behind? My grandparents. They were living in France when the Nazis invaded. What happened to them? Oh. I am so sorry. I have lost family, too. Well, hopefully by stopping Scar for good... We can help turn the tide of the war and put an end to the Nazis once and for all. That's the idea, yeah. And the new modification to the robot should help tremendously. I shall attach it to your plane as before, in a bomb casing. Drop it the second you are over your target. Do not hesitate. The sooner she is on the ground, the sooner she can get to work decimating the Scar troops, yeah? Don't worry, honey. I'll see to it. They'll never see us coming. And they'll never forget the day Brassy Battalion landed on their doorstep. And so, the 1st Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron made their preparations, said their goodbyes, and laid the most precise coordinates into their geoslip levers. Vix, listen. You gonna get all soft on me again, Frank? Well, yeah, I am. And I'm admitting it this time, because more than ever before... I'm not so sure you're going to come back from this one in one piece. Frank, we're going to make it. We're going to shut Scar down for good. You'll be heroes, dicks. Yeah, maybe. But that ain't why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it needs to be done. It's what's right. Dixie. Frank? I love you, dicks. Like a daughter. Yeah, I know, Frank. Come here, you big lug. Don't wait up, Bob. I'll be out late tonight. Alright, Brassy Battalion, suit up and let's get the show on the road. Scar's tail ain't gonna kick itself. And so Dixie climbed into the cockpit of her gleaming, glimmering, grassy P-47 Thunderbolt and closed the camera.
As she fastened her flight goggles, her eyes sparkled with purpose and determination. Dixie was born for this, and she knew it. The runway's clear and the skies are yours. This is it, people. There's nothing bigger, nothing more important, nothing more vital than what we're about to do. The fate of the war depends on it. The freedom of the entire world depends on it. Millions of lives hang in the balance, and we will not let them down on my watch. Now let's blow this joint and go teach the Nazis a thing or two about aerial combat. I'm with with you, Dixie. With that, Brassy Battalion took to the air, engaged their geoslip devices, and vanished from the sky. To rematerialize directly over SCAR headquarters in Germany seconds later. Good luck, Dixie. We're counting on you. There's the Scar Castle, and the planes and troops are down in the mountain underneath. Thank goodness for that. The skies are clear. No enemies in sight. They won't know what hit them. It'll be like we're... Consternating combatants! This production has starred Emily Ledley as Dixie Stenberg. Man, oh man, I can't wait for the next episode. Shannon Gaffney as Frank McGuff. Just be careful, Dix. Oh, Mr. McGuff is worried about poor little Dixie. Boo-hoo. You weren't even in this episode. Again? It's a travesty. But out. Son of a... Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. I'm calling my manager. Where's the phone? Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. I told you you'd get yours. This is all you meant. It's not hardly that bad at all. Oh? What if it happens again? And again? And again? What of it? Then you would... cease to be, would you not? (gasps) Do you think so? But that's really not fair. (coughs) Ow! Stop whining. Pete Mylan as Freidenberg. You know, I... I don't have to follow Billingsley anymore. It's like some great giant man with a typewriter who writes out our lives and adventures, heard my pleas, and helped me out. Oh, that's just nonsense. I was merely speaking extemporaneously. John Solzbach as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. You, you think we'll get to engage in any brawls with the Scar troops? I should like to give them the what for. Don't be such a pugilist. Stop doing that! Tim the Jester Gillick as Joey Scalzetti. Hey, Bill, come here. No, I think not. What? I just want to talk. As if I would really fall for that. You might. Not hardly. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. You tell him, Billingsley. Don't you take any of his guff. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Come here. Yes, what is it? Nice plan, Tommy. Well played, Joey. I hate you all. Perry Whittle as Benedict Adarchenko. Well, nothing to say. No clever misdirection to make a fool of old Reginald Billingsley. <coughs> My feasts speak for me. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Those bruises look painful, Bill. Let me kiss them for you. You stay away from me, you harlot! Harlot! Why, you really... <coughs> Let me have a turn. Catherine Pride as Vrenny. I can't believe Geist is coming. How exciting! Justin Dobby as Volker. You're an insane woman. He's going to be so very, very angry. He'll kill us all. You're mad. Quite mad, actually. 
<laughs> Julie Goldstein as <clears throat> Julie Goldstein as the robot. I wasn't in this episode. Welcome to my hell. But I'm no traitor. Well, sure you are. You left Oonkat out in the cold. But I didn't mean to. How do you like your freedom now? Hmm? Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Yes! The commercials are all mine now. Ha! 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 You'll get yours, Nebulon. And you'll get yours, random machine with no personality. I do so have a personality. Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. I've never had robots fighting over me before. It's kind of nice. This is Seth Adam Sure. Stay tuned next time as Brassy Battalion attempts to wipe SCAR off the face of the earth on July 4th, 2007. Only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. Brought to you by Um Cola. And remember... Keep plenty of um cola, ice cold, and at the ready. It's fizzy and goes fast because everybody likes um cola. Even you. Stay safe, America, and good night. Alas, my last um cola before I die. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scher. Umket Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Pity. It's not even cold.